Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Daily Sports Talk Show. Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! Well, I got made fun of by a fellow bald guy wearing a bucket hat today because I didn't have one. <laughs> Welcome in. Nuanas now. Happy Monday. Hope you had a great weekend. Hopefully you didn't get your head sunburned. I've been good about not getting the dome sunburned since I went the full bald look, but uh, the midsection, not so much. Had my first float of the season and was very diligent about my sunscreen, but... Uh, Missed the market a couple spots, so I got some red streaks on the chest and the, on the stomach. <laughs> Bad visuals for you not listening on uh, the television, not watching on SWX Montana television, and just listening on ESPN Radio. But either way, we shall persevere. Just got back from Grizz practice. That's kind of the routine right now. As you know, if you're listening around the state of Montana, outside of the Western Montana radio market, we are on statewide SWX Montana television. We are also worldwide on the Nuanas Now podcast all the time. And uh, it's just easier for us to swing by Grizz practice. So got some reactions from Riley Corcoran, voice of the Grizz. We're also going to hear from Marcus Wellnell. The, uh, not Marcus Wellnell, Marcus Knight, excuse me. Gosh, we're talking about a Freudian slip. All anybody in Montana is talking about is number 37 and the drama behind it. And, uh, you know, we're we're working on it. We are talking about it. I know we are. It's one of those deals where we're just, we're not going to be able to give you all the stuff until all the stuff is adequately decided. But we will be joined by Marcus Knight. Former All-American running back for the University of Montana. He was the Big Sky Conference Newcomer of the Year back in 2019. And uh, a guy who's been eager, itching to play football 
for quite some time. So he'll join us. Riley Corkin voice the Grizzle join us. We'll also have some Montana State coverage, including Marcus Ware. So multiple Marcuses. That's probably why I also had a Freudian slip, because it's Marcus Ware, not Marcus Vlanell as well. But Marcus Ware, a former Billings Central standout, a former defensive end at Montana State, who's now slated as a starting offensive guard. What did the transition take? How did he get to this point? Uh, what made him willing to do it? And how's it been going? Just playing on the offensive front instead of the defensive line. We'll hear from him. All of those things as part of the Montana Football Hour. Hour number two, the NFL Top 100 is out. <laughs> I got beef. I don't even know who's on it. We were on our way to a great concert last night at the Kettle House Amphitheater. Producer Andrew, myself, a couple old buddies. And uh, the NFL Top 100 was playing out on the uh, TV screen as we were uh, getting ready to to make our way out to the Kettle House Amphitheater. And the only thing I saw was that Kirk Cousins was number 99 on this year's Top 100. Man, do I got beef with that. There's just, I mean, man, I don't even know, man. Name the top 50 best offensive linemen in the NFL. They're all better than Kirk Cousins. They're all better than, they're all contributing to your team at a higher level than Kirk Cousins. I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it for hour number two. We're going to talk all things NFL. We're also going to talk about just some of the best storylines in the wide world of high school sports from around uh, the state of Montana. The fall sports calendar is officially underway. Got some fun guests lined up for you this week. I want to talk about the landscape of AA football with a couple guys. So a couple of our uh, favorite guests here, actually one that has never been on the show, another one that's come on frequently, will join us later this week. We're going to hear from Kyle Mihalish who's never been on the show, actually, even though I've been a head coach at Helena Capital for quite some time. But talk about a string of excellent recruits, uh, or I guess a, a roster full of guys that are uh, worthy of being recruited. A third, Bruin, committed to one of the two Division One programs in the state of Montana, Hayden Opitz. He is projected as an athlete at the University of Montana. He committed to the Grizz over the weekend. So did Clay Oven, a stud linebacker out of Billings Central. Uh, two-way stud there at Central, but slated to play linebacker for the Grizz. But Coach Mahelish now has three guys. Opitz, Talon Marsh, who's previously joined us, and Austin Beeler, who's previously joined us, that are going to the Division I level. Talon Marsh going to Montana State. Austin Beeler, Hayden Opitz going to Montana that's all to say, though, we want to talk to Coach Mahelish about this year. When you got three D1 guys, you're probably going to have a pretty good team. And I think Helena Capital will. The other guy will be joined by later on this week, Grady Bennett, longtime head coach uh, at the AA level in, in Montana, was at Flathead for a long time, his alma mater, and now the head coach at Kalispell Glacier, the only head coach Kalispell Glacier has ever had, been the head coach there for 15 years up there uh, in the Flathead Valley. Coach Bennett, also a guy that does uh, color commentary for the Grizz TV broadcasts. So, again, it's very versed and very good at doing media. So he'll have some good perspective just about talking our way around AA football. But there's also all sorts of other fun storylines in the world of high school sports. Those seasons opening here uh, in just this week. Uh, Fall camp across the state for football started on Friday. And cross country's going, volleyball's going. So we'll we'll touch on some of the best storylines from around uh, the prep ranks as part of our prep extra Around 5.30. So there you go. That is your show outlook presented by Brent Wahlberg and the Wahlberg team. Wahlberg team, the official realtors of Grizz Athletics. Any and all questions you might have in the real estate world, give Brent 
and his team a call today. Nuanas now, ESPN Radio. You want to get a hold of us? Want to be a part of the show? Call or text 406 888 1029. That's 888 1029. Our guests will join us via the Rangish Brothers RV phone line. And you can also always stream the show on our station website, 1029ESPN.com. Roll up to Grizz practice today. It's fun having uh, Rob Fennessy back around because, first of all, Coach Fenn was here in 2003 through 2009, Bobby Houck's first stint as the head coach at Montana. Coach Fenn was the, uh, the offensive coordinator then. So got to know him a little bit then. Then he's been at Idaho State the last uh, handful of years as the head coach there. So we, we kept up with him that way. Now he's back in Missoula, but he's also in an analyst role. So during practice, he is, in fact, not allowed to coach the players. So he, uh, he can, you know, BS with us a little bit. But he was wearing a big straw bucket hat. I was on the phone when I rolled up to practice. So from afar, he was basically giving me the... Uh, like the charades teasing of the bald head. He's like, you need, he was like doing the whole thing. You need the lotion. You got to rub it on the head because he was wearing a big bucket hat. So I, I was only out there at uh, Grizz practice for half a minute today. Um, eh, about half an hour, actually. But it was fun catching up with everybody. And uh, always fun getting a little ribbing from, from Coach Fenn as well. You know, it's always good to see familiar faces, guys you've known for a long time. I also saw Coach Marty Mortaweg out there at practice, so that was fun, uh, seeing Coach Marty out there. And uh, we were rehashing and recapping a little bit, but as I've teased before, but worth reemphasizing, because I know it's one of you, the listeners' favorite things we do around here, the Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty, 5 o'clock hour each Monday. We're going to get it rolling here. Uh, in a couple weeks, I'm going to try to talk him into coming into the Monday before football season starts. So um, look forward to that for sure. More polls are out. More All-American teams are out as well. So maybe we'll get to that um, a little bit later in the show. But, Andrew, I know you haven't got a chance to make it out to Grizz practice. We've been talking about it you know, off-air, on-air, all that. Is there anything anything new you've been ruminating on or anything that you've been thinking about or anything that you uh, – just questions you have about the Grizz right now? I know you're working on some stuff for Skyline Sports, being a little bit hard just given their practice schedule because you're obviously here, so you can't see much of them. But there is some some guys and some stories that, that we're working on. What are, you, what are you thinking about Montana right now? Well, I guess the big question for the second week would be, does the offense look a little bit more comfortable – uh, and that's with, you know, we've talked always about going against that defense makes it really difficult. You, you For don't sure. need to see dominance from the offense. You just want them to look comfortable and not right. like they're running around with their hair on fire the whole time. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I diagnosed this last year, I, or last week, excuse me, I got a little fired up. But the, the defense just killed the offense last week. That, first of all, is actually not that atypical for, for first weeks of fall camp anywhere in the country. But I was trying to figure out, is it because the Grizz defense is that good? Is it because the Grizz defense is that good and the offense is that far behind? Is it a combination of both? Is it because the Grizz run a funky scheme? But then I also was thinking about this over the weekend. When it comes to off-season or or preseason practices, sometimes one thing that can throw a little wrinkle in there is – 
the overturn in coaching staff. In other words, almost always the defense is ahead of the offense early in camp, but sometimes the offense might have some wrinkles because they have a new coordinator or they have new position coaches. Right now, not only does Montana have a ton of defensive veterans back, super senior guys like Patrick O'Connell and Robbie Houck, Marcus Weldell leading the way, they've also been going against the same offensive scheme for the last five years. They know what's coming. So, of course, they're, they're dominating a little bit. Uh, of course, some of their domination is explainable. Um, but you're right. I do think that the, uh, the offense needs to make more strides this week, prove that they can be more competitive this week. I got a chance to catch up with Riley Corcoran. He's the voice of the Grizz. And uh, he'll join us throughout the football season here on Mondays. He and I will also have some fun collaboration coming up uh, the Friday after next, out there at Canyon River, one of our great golf sponsors, they're hosting the uh, the start of school and start of football season Grizzly Scholarship Association golf tournament out there next Friday. Unfortunately, we will not be playing, but we will be hanging out out there. Riley and I will be hosting a booth on the first hole, so we'll be out there to do some meet and greets and say hi to any of you guys out there. They're going to be playing on this thing. We're also going to be able to get a bunch of interviews because there's going to be a bunch of people that are worth hearing from out there at the GSA tournament. So uh, that'll be fun. So stay tuned for that. And then Riley will start joining us here uh, in studio probably two Mondays from now. So we'll get that locked in with he and Coach Marty. So just a couple. I know you love hanging out with me on your Mondays, but it gets even better when you double the fun. And what, on our Monday slate of guests is certainly one of our favorite slates of guests uh, here at ESPN Radio with Riley Corcoran coming with me on the Montana Football Hour and Marty Mornaweg joining us each Monday for the 5 o'clock hour uh, for the Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty. So let's dive into it. We'll get the Montana Football Hour this week kicked off with Riley Corcoran, voice of the Grizz. The Montana Football Hour is presented by the Advocates. Summer weather brings more distracted driving. It's more dangerous on the roads, unfortunately. If you or a loved one has been injured, the Advocates are here to help you. The Advocates will handle the overwhelming legal process so you can get back on your feet emotionally, financially, and physically. Call 406-640-4444 and call today. Remember, you deserve an advocate. Well, I hate when we're all in consensus because this whole talk radio thing is supposed to be about arguing, but it turns out that Sean Rainey and Riley Corcoran and me, Coulter Nuanas, we all uh, we all hang out a fair amount. We all watch a lot of Grizz football, and uh, unfortunately for you guys, we kind of see the same things. But it's funny, Riley. Last week I asked Rainey, who's kind of the surprise guy at fall camp, and then I just told Eric Tabor, sports information director, I said because we were standing with Coach Marty, Coach Marty Mornaweg. I said, Coach Marty, look at number 14. I said, that's my breakout guy at camp. And then you just said right before we started recording, you're like, you know who's going to be the surprise man? Aaron Fonts. We all agree, man. Fonts looks good. It's uh, pretty crazy when the same different eyes <laughs> see the same thing. I think last year Cole Grossman was that trendy yeah, pick. Yeah, this yeah. year it's Aaron Fonts. Jersey change, you got to love it. It's the Oxnard California love. Xavier Harris and him now are just one number apart, 13 and 14. But he's going to make an impact. And you're right. I think over three weeks – 
people want to try and find something wrong, right? right and this Grizz team, they're a well-oiled machine right now. They want to get to game week, try and be healthy, but uh, it's solid across the board, Coulter. I know we'll, we'll talk about a couple of the position groups that we're looking at, always the offensive line, but I think we, we go back and forth with do we focus on the offensive line because everywhere else is more solid or how much worry really is there? So I think we go back and forth with it. Well, on that offensive line note, and I know I beat the drum on this last week, but there's two things that FCS offensive lines need. They need to have adequate strength and size, and then they need to have adequate, not necessarily experience, but have the game go a little bit slower for them. Usually when you're going to throw a bunch of young guys to the Wolves, like they're going to do this year with guys like uh, Liam Brown, guys like Brandon Casey, if you have both of those issues, that's a struggle. Like if the guys aren't physically ready and they still need to get some uh, experience, that's a struggle. What these guys got, though, is they have the physical part down. Liam Brown looks like a senior. He does not look like a redshirt freshman. He's 6'5", 310 pounds. I mean, he looks very, very good, very adequate size. For, as a freshman. As a, as a freshman. So for so to me, it's just about getting them to, to, uh, to click. I mean, we've seen this across the league. We actually haven't seen it at Montana as much. When they decide, okay, this guy's going to be one of our guys at offensive tackle, we're going to throw him to the Wolves. So I think that with the offensive line, where I'm at is how do we get these guys to get better right now and be confident going into the year? Because I do think that there's a moment in which it will click for Liam Brown, Brandon Casey, some of the, and you know I think I consider Chris Walker a young guy on the offensive line, even though he's a grad transfer because he hasn't played offensive line in five years. I would think the cohesiveness, really, to what you're just saying, is what they're looking for in the next three to four weeks because. We've talked about it, and I think Coach Houck has talked about the rotation of offensive line with Chad Germer. They've done it, right? right? Moses Mallory was kind of that X factor last year to where guys are always shuffling around. That's great for competition, but I'm with you. I think these guys need to get stuck with in the sense of, okay, all five of you, you're our starting unit. And it's been pretty consistent here in week two, Coulter, where every time it's the ones, it's those same five. I think that's going to go a long way. You see the confidence, how they're working together with Lucas Johnson. All systems point right now, but uh, again, it'll be different when a different opponent's out there. Riley Corcoran, voice of the Grizz, joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Maybe you're watching SWX Montana Television. We're watching a little Skelly, a little seven-on-seven. Nice pass breakup there. Uh, Gabe Longin. I actually think Gabe Longin's coming along a little bit. He's a walk-on out of Great Falls, but, I mean, he he's looked okay. But that was like threes-on-threes threes right there. I actually think this is interesting because we've talked a lot about a lot of these guys. Two of the guys that were just going against each other, last year during fall camp when we did our annual which freshmen are guys that are fun to watch, you said Nick Williams, number three. And I have been fixated on number seven, Dylan Simmons all camp. He had a great spring game. Uh, those guys were just going against each other. So those guys are guys maybe, I don't know if either one of them is actually going to play this year, but they're from, you know, different places. You know, Simmons is from Louisiana. I don't know if the Grizz have ever had somebody from Louisiana, but I mean, those guys are maybe guys where you have fun watching them in camp because you're probably not going to watch them that much this year. Well, but also at the same time, Coach Houck is very strategic of when he releases his two deep to his right, team. Right. And, and to even make that two deep is quite the accomplishment right and I think those are two guys that whether it's injury replacement or shining for a couple weeks in a row you could see them emerge as maybe sleepers so to speak I just think the Grizz are so deep at those two positions it'll probably be tough for either one to break through wide receivers interesting culture I know we're probably going to talk about it and interview Brent Pease at practice today but it feels they have six to seven solid options is there a number one option right now and who's going to emerge that's going to be interesting Nuwana is now ESPN Radio. The other guy that uh, I've actually thought has turned heads, who, who's, you talk about the undefined depth chart, a guy that's not, re- he's refusing to 
say he's going to be anything but a top two spots on that depth chart is Trevin Gradney. He's playing great. He was a special teams ace last year. He was the best special teams player in the conference. First team all-league special teams. It tells you everything you need to know. But, I mean, he's had multiple picks when I've been here. I mean, he looks really good. He's the classic Bobby Houck special team shiner, Montana kid that emerges, and he thrives off competition. I love it. I think the swag that you see in the room from their cornerbacks coach and Ronnie Bradford as well, guys like Justin Ford, let's just say they're not shy on the football field. I think Trevin Gradney, that's rubbed off on him a little bit where competition, success breeds success, all of that comes into play. He's been one of my stars too, and we love it when it's a Montana kid, but the evolution of the cornerback position culture, just think about it. From four years ago where they were at to now, you've got four really solid options. I don't think it's bombastic for me to say that Corbin Walker would start for nearly every other Big Sky team, and and Trevin Gradney would start for over half the Big Sky schools, too. So, they're four cornerbacks deep now, and that'll be be tough for opposing quarterbacks in this league. And they might even have more than that. We'll see how it all plays out, but uh, that last thing I want to ask you about is Jaden Dawson, because I've gotten an eye on a lot of the new transfers, he's a guy I haven't got as much of an eye on. Is that just because nobody's throwing the ball that way? 100%. And I, and I think that, that he's probably the, the most quiet of anyone in that room, but he's kind of one of those quiet, solid superstars, right, where he's going to be opposite now of Justin Ford. You can't understate that culture. Justin Ford's gotten all the pub for good reason. But now people are going to know that. They're going to throw the other way. Well, then you have an all-conference sixth-year senior transfer on the other side. He's kind of picked your poison. I think that he really completes this defense well. And, again, that senior leadership, it's irreplaceable at this level. Exactly what the Grizz needed. Goes to that transfer portal as well where the Grizz, they plugged in place maybe as well as any team, especially at the FCS level. Nuanas now, ESPN Radio coming to you from Dorn Blazer Field. Montana football hour rolls on. Riley's going to be sitting in the studio doing this in a couple weeks. But these quick hitters, a lot of fun. Love making the rounds. Thanks for doing this, man. You bet. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice, and that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, a ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days. And that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. He's new on his now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Man, I was loving this last night. Dancing on the deck, watching the sunset, taking in the reggae, then into the hip-hop. A little iration for you here on a Monday. Hope you're grooving like we're grooving here at Nuanas Now. It's ESPN Radio, well, it's SWX Montana Television. The Montana Football Hour marches on here on Nuanas Now. It's presented in part by Stockman Bank. At Stockman Bank, they invite you to experience the Stockman difference. As a family-owned community bank with locations throughout Montana, Stockman Bank is committed to enriching the lives of Montanans 
and helping our communities succeed. What that means to you is your money stays in the local economy, supporting your friends and neighbors. Minutes away from Marcus Knight, the uh, junior All-American running back for the University of Montana, guy who missed the 2021 season with an injury. He'll join us here uh, on the Montana Football Hour here just momentarily whenever the Grizz wrap up practice. While last night at the uh, amphitheater was quintessential Missoula and a very, very fun evening, this morning brought somber news, uh, tragic news. Not unexpected, unfortunately, but certainly news that resonated around the city of Missoula, the state of Montana. Missoula Mayor John Engen, he passed away this morning at the age of 57, just five months after making his public battle with pancreatic cancer uh, known to his constituents. Uh, Engen, who was the 50th mayor elected in Missoula and the longest-serving mayor, led a tenure of growth, a push for equality, municipal independence, great housing opportunities, and efforts for to reform local government. This is from the Missoula Current. From, from former Governor Steve Bullock, John was one of the kindest, funniest, and most thoughtful people I've ever worked with. He dedicated his life to serving the town where he was born and raised, and he went to work every day with a vision of how great this place could be and how a great place could even be better. I know that uh, when people in prominent positions pass away, sometimes we we glorify them and or even over-glorify them. I also um, think that sometimes when people in in political power pass away, it's easy for, for those that are in the faction on the other side, those that maybe disagree with that person's politics, to um, sort of... I don't know how to say this. They don't feel as sad as they should because of the loss of a human life because they disagreed with this person's opinions on politics or their actions in politics. And I think that no matter where you sit on the political spectrum, John Engen, first and foremost, was a kind, engaging, and funny man. He was nothing but kind, engaging, and funny to me every time I interacted with him. He, I know for a fact, regardless, again, what you think of his decision-making and his politics was somebody that had a fierce, fierce love for Missoula. And, you know, again, take all of the, the exterior and what he did in his life aside. It's a man with a family who's a human being uh, that's, that's gone much too soon. So regardless of where you sit Regardless of how you vote, think of the man first and foremost. I mean, the man dedicated his life to local politics in his home city of Missoula. And and you can think whatever you want about the development and the growth of Missoula. But I think that John Engen tried his best. And, uh, you know, I think that it's a sad day because of the loss of a Missoulian uh, more than any other thing. It's not about losing a political figure as much as it is losing a man who was a friend to many, a neighbor to many, and uh, an unbelievable uh, advocate of this community, of somebody that wanted to make Missoula better. From Tracy Stone Manning, the director of the Federal Bureau of Land Management, that's BLM, and the longtime uh, Missoula conservationist, she said, John left Missoula better off than he found it. He understood that the open space surrounding our town 
which is open to everyone in large part because of his leadership, is not only critical to Missoula's economy, but a fundamental part of who we are as Missoulians. He left us far, far too soon, but his service will be felt for generations to come. The news of the day here on ESPN Radio and across the city of Missoula and across the state of Montana, John Angan, the mayor of Missoula since 2005, the longest standing mayor the Garden City has ever seen, dead at the age of 57. Nuwana is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Thanks so much for tuning in. I, I, I hate talking about this. I, I shouldn't say hate. Hate's the wrong word. It's, it's always hard to talk about the sad stuff. I cannot profess to know John Engen well at all. You know, I'm, I'm, I, he might have known who I was just because of, of you know, my platform here uh, on ESPN Radio. But um, it still, it makes me very sad. Just because 57 is really young. And, and it's like I keep continuing to remind people. I know we all sit and think about life, uh, the finite nature of life, what life means, uh, what our life means, uh, what, what your purpose in life is. And I also often think about that with this show. Where are we at with sports and how sports has evolved and, and a lot of the great parts that remain in sports, a lot of the the romanticism that's been robbed from sports, uh, a lot of the the revelations that have come over the last couple of years, particularly when it comes to college sports and, and just the monetization and the arms race that it is. And I always sit and think, uh, what does this show mean? And, and what is being a sports journalist, you know, being a sports writer and a radio broadcaster and, and all that, what does it all mean? And, you know, as, as one of my great friends always says, sports matters so much because sports matter not at all. And I think that's a trivial and maybe uh, not, not as deep of an explanation as I would want, but I do in premise like where he's going with it. But I, I think that sports exists now, though, because sports is such a revelation of what it means to be human. It, it is a, it's an appreciation of talent. It's a real-life display of adversity and, and overcoming adversity. It is a coming-of-age ceremony for, for many young people. I think that's why we love high school and college sports, because we get to see the gifted, talented, and hardworking young people in our communities achieve great things. We get to see uh, what, what we hope is a reflection of us as a village, as a city, as a community, as a state. Our great exports, you know, this is the Montana Football Hour, right? For example, one of our great stories coming out of Montana right now is the story of Lance McCutcheon. He's a Bozeman High product, a former Montana State Bobcat who waited his turn for years and years at MSU that had one of the great single seasons in the history of both Bobcat and Big Sky Conference football as a uh, individual receiver, made his way into the NFL as an undrafted free agent with the Los Angeles Rams, got cut a week into it, got back on the squad. Last night, first preseason game for the Rams, Lance McCutcheon catches two touchdowns. Then he gives a speech after the game, 
And we can talk about the business part of this, the marketing part of this, what sort of a boon this is for MSU. More than anything, though, this is an accomplishment of his community, and that's us. I know a lot of times sports and the rivalries and the passion behind them, they divide us. But we should all be able to get together on supporting a kid who was a partial scholarship kid, raised by a single mom working two jobs. Like he told me, Lance McCutcheon told me multiple times that he did this. He did the work. He used to say, I work in the dark and I'm going to bring my talents to light. I promise you. And he said, I'm going to do it for my family. I'm going to do it for my mom. That's what it's all about. And so when I think about just life and the meaning of life and, and what this is all supposed to be about and what this means here, what we do here, I hope that this can bring us together. So again, when we talk about the death of the mayor, think about it as the death of a man from our community first before we think about it as the death uh, of an elected politician. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. I hope that we can find a way to have this keep bringing us together. I know I was teasing with Riley Corcoran that sometimes the best talk radio is when you argue, and that is true, and it's all just banter and fun and all that, but we are, we're trying to have this be a uniting part of our community rather than something divisive. So uh, that's what we hope you take from this. The Montana Football Hour is presented in part by the Advocates. Parents, if you have a young driver in the house that was injured because of someone else's negligence, call the Advocates. We'll take over the stress legal the stressful legal process so you can take care of your child and help them get back on your feet. Everyone deserves an advocate. Give the advocates a call today, 406-640-4444. And remember, you deserve an advocate. A young man who has not been on this radio show in quite literally years joins us now. It's Marcus Knight. He is a junior running back for the University of Montana, a guy who was an All-American back in 2019, and he has had to wait longer than almost anybody, to retake the football field. So we are happy to have him back on the show. We go down to the Rangish Brothers RV phone line. Welcome in, Marcus Knight, to the show. What's up, my man? How you doing? What's up, guys? Thanks for having me. Doing good. Well, first and foremost, we got to ta- start at the beginning, right? You had one of the great single seasons in Grizz football history in terms of the numbers, broke Chase Reynolds' single season records for rushing touchdowns and total touchdowns in a year, and then COVID. And then you hurt your knee, and then you had yeah. to wait. And it's been years <laughs> since you played a football game, man. So what's it been like? I mean, this must have been just brutal for you from a physical and mental perspective <laughs> to go through all of this. Oh, yeah, it's been uh, horrible, <laughs> to say the least. Yeah, it's been mentally exhausting. Physically, I've had to, you know, just work out for no reason for years and years, it feels like. But um, it's just going to make it, it's just gonna make it way better when I come back because, I'm like, I couldn't be more excited to play football in my entire life. Like, it feels like first day out, I'm ready to hit somebody. Like, it's hard to go years without hitting somebody. <laughs> so, I'm just so excited to get back. But, um, yeah, it's been uh, really rough. But uh, we're on the way back, so I'm excited. Well, injuries are tough for anybody, but especially competitive athletes who have so much of their identity projected in what they do in their field of competition. And I also know when you have surgery – I mean, I, I've done a lot. I, I myself have never had surgery, thankfully. I watched my brother, who was a college football player, have a bunch of surgeries, and it is a, uh, it's quite a deal, some of the depths you can get to mentally. So, I mean, not to get into some sort of a dark place, but, I mean, did you have any moments where you're like, man, this is crazy? Because sometimes, though, when you hit those dark moments, that's when you kind of wake up and realize, man, I'm going to get back on my feet. I'm going to trudge through this, and it makes mm-hmm. you better. So, I mean, just take us through the mental right. challenges of all this. 
Yeah, uh, definitely had dark times, like uh, developed, you know, like anxiety stuff that I'd never experienced before, just overthinking, stuff like that. Just, it got really hard at certain times, especially during the season, like the away games and all my roommates are gone and I'm still home. It was definitely super hard, but, um, yeah, I just kind of got through it by, like, talking to my dad and, uh, you know, working out basically was, like, my outlet. I would just work out whenever I felt depressed or whatever. And it, But it's definitely, like, that's a side of it that people don't re- realize. It's, like, the mental is uh, it's massive with this stuff because you're not, you know, you're not really a part of the team. You can't do what you did. Like, I've never missed a football season. Like, it's, it was so weird, like, just not playing football. You know, thinking, oh, can I play again? Like, am I ever going to be the same? Stuff like that. But um, just being back around the team and back in fall camp and all that stuff, it's like, man, I, I uh, now I know that I can do it. But there were times where I was like, man, I don't know if I can do it again. You know, just like getting over the overthinking mental side that was really uh, torturous at times. But, yeah, but I'm getting through it. And, uh, you know, now that football's starting up again, I'm starting to feel like myself again. So that's a good part. Well, that's certainly a good thing. Marcus Knight joining us here on Nuanas Now. It's ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television all the way around the great state of Montana. Marcus, a running back for the University of Montana. Part of the Montana Football Hour is presented by Stockman Bank of Montana. Stockman Bank has 36 locations throughout Montana. They're in Montana, for Montana, only in Montana, and they plan on keeping it that way. Marcus, let's just talk about last year watching from the sidelines. One of the biggest storylines for the Grizz offense was your injury, and then all these other young guys that got their crack stepping up to the plate, whether it was Junior Bergen or Xavier Harris or Isaiah Childs. I mean, I never, Nick Osmo, just for a brief minute in time, never seen so many underclassmen get carries for the Grizzlies. So, from your perspective, what was it like watching those guys and watching them try to prove their mettle? Yeah, it was, uh, you know, it was hard to watch because I, you know, I wanted to help out, but, um, Definitely, like, just being there in the room and, like, uh, knowing, like, they had to step up. Like, guys like Junior that, you know, never played running back. And then, like, oh, man, he's got to go in and play D1 football now. <laughs> it was, I mean, it was a lot of fun to watch. I mean, not fun to watch, but uh, I definitely admired it. And when they would step up and do stuff, you know, they never, it was like a big team collective effort. I mean, it was, everyone just knew we had, you know, we had, uh, you know, slack in our room. So we had to pick it up. And they did it very well. But, I mean, it was hard to, like, sit back and watch, like, because I knew I could have helped. I knew I could have contributed. So, you know, just sitting on the sidelines was just like, ah, oh, gosh, you know, it's so tough. But um, but watching them was great. I mean, like, X did great. Isaiah did great. Everyone, like, and that's what's going to be good going into next year is now we got guys that have experience and guys that know what they're doing and they know the protections, all that stuff. So I think it, honestly, like, for the future of our team, it definitely helped us more than it hurt us last year. But um, definitely hard to watch, you know, young guys go in because it's like, man, I could have been out there helping, but, you know, life is life. It's, so, it's, but, yeah, I mean, <laughs> they did good. It's part of one of the nuances of playing running back, though, right? I mean, getting the handoff, carrying the ball, going hard, all right, that, that seems pretty translatable. Obviously, the guys at the Division One level are going to be bigger, stronger, faster than when you were in high school. But, you know, you get to carry whatever. But it's the nuance of, like, pass blocking and knowing how to run routes and stuff like that that's maybe a little bit more difficult for freshmen, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And it's more so like, you know, in high school, uh, you know, they just kind of tell you, all right, 24 blast or something, like right, run to the right. 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 <laughs> Here you go. Here's right. the ball. And when you get the call, it's like you got to know, like, okay, this is called this. This is called that. Uh, you got to know what you're doing based off that. And, you know, protection is a big part, like just knowing who to block, when to block them, stuff like that that, it, you know, even for me it was hard to pick up initially. 
But um, they did a good job. And, I mean, it's definitely a big transition. And just, you know, people yelling during the game, just a whole different environment. But, uh, you know, they did really well. But, uh, yeah, definitely a big transition. I mean, and they, they kind of killed it. So it was fun to watch. Nuan is now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. Marcus Knight joining us here on the Rangish Brothers RV phone line. He is a junior running back at the University of Montana. It's been a long time since this young man's played football, but he looks great out there uh, on the practice field. Marcus, let's talk about the guys that are blasting holes for you now. Uh, one of the biggest points of emphasis that we've been analyzing is the offensive line because you got one offensive tackle who's in the NFL now with the Tampa Bay Bucks. Another guy who was a four-year starter in Conlon Beaver, but it seems like the other guys are kind of working their way in. So what have you thought of the offensive front so far, and how much progress do those guys need to make for you guys to be able to do what you want to do on offense? Uh, yeah, I mean, they're doing great. I mean, you know, everything starts with the O-line. So, I mean, the, the attitude is big, and especially this year, I think we really got the attitude. Um, you know, they want to dominate. They're tough. You know, they want to fight, <laughs> all that type of stuff. But, um, yeah, like last year I was kind of, Bum, and I couldn't play with you know Beave, uh, Colin Beaver, and Cook, and all those guys. Cause last year's line was fantastic, so I kind of bummer can't do that. But this year, I mean, I mean, just like uh, first week of fall camp, I mean, we got the big attitude. I mean, they, uh, you know, even if they don't know what they're doing, they do it hard. So that's all you need out of the line is just effort and attitude. And uh, they're kind of, I mean, I really like it. Like uh, Chris, you know, you got Hunter, uh, AJ, all these guys just come with that attitude that uh, we kind of haven't had in a while at offensive line. So, and Coach Durham is getting them ready. And, uh, you know, I feel very confident running behind those guys. I can't wait to do it. I mean, I haven't, been behind any, I haven't played with any of the linemen that are on the line right now. So I'm excited to uh, see what they can do. But, uh, yeah, they definitely got the attitude. So that's going to be that's going to help us a lot. Well, I was only out there at practice for about 45 minutes today, but I did see uh, the warm-ups, and then I saw Chris Walker come up to lead Grizz Jacks. And, uh he commands a. Pre- I mean, he's got a presence, right? I mean, you see him up there he's like scary, what? Yeah, right. He's scary. You're like, I don't want to mess with that guy, right? I, <laughs> he's a scary dude. You sent him to the middle of the field for the coin toss at the very least, right? Oh yeah, that man is <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> but it seems like though, if he can, uh, if he can put it together and sort of uh, mm. shake off the rust of playing offensive line, it seems like a good addition for you because, like you said, it seems like he's got the mentality to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. He's. Yeah, I mean, you know, the type of guy that just, like, doesn't take crap from anybody, if that's what you need at O-line. So he's definitely got that. <laughs> Absolutely. Marcus Knight joining us here on Nuanas Now, uh, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. Just two more things for you, Marcus. One, another guy who I know he's not in your position group, but he's been making some waves out there. Seems like he's really uh, doing a good job and uh, really fighting for some playing times, Aaron Fonts. And I know that he's a guy that's new to the program last year, and now he's coming into his sophomore year. But what do you think of his playmaking ability and how maybe he can help out this year on offense? Oh, yeah, the man is so fast. I mean, good Lord, he's like track speed, just unbelievably fast, great hands. Uh, we're both from Cali. <laughs> I love the guy. If he, yeah, I mean, if he can get into the rotation, he's going to be, I mean, I'm telling you, he's going to be a big, big playmaker for us. I mean, he's, he's legit. So the more he can learn the offense, the more he can figure out what he's doing out there, and it's going to help him because, I mean, the guy has all the talent in the world. He can be a massive player for us. I mean, guys like Justin Ford uh, <laughs> going against him, like he's burning him, and, you know, even all the corners will admit, man, that guy can ball. So uh, he's definitely going to be a big player for us, no doubt. Nuanas now, ESPN Radio, Marcus Knight joining us. And we'll, we'll get, out, get you out here on this, Marcus. I don't know if we'll talk to you between now 
in the first game. So, first of all, congratulations on getting back to full health. I know it's a crazy struggle, but you will be better for it in your long-term life because it's probably going to be one of the hardest things you ever got through. But when you do finally get a chance to get back out there, to run down the tunnel, to get back out on the Washington Grizzlies Stadium and actually play in a game, man, that moment's going to be crazy for you. What do you think it's going to be like? Man, uh, it's going to be big. Just like I said before, like I'm probably going to cry. At least on my touchdown, I'll probably cry. <laughs> That's right. But, uh, but I don't know. It's just like it's been such a big gap in my life for the past you know, year or two. And I've just been missing. It's like I don't feel like myself. So I'm, I'm just going to feel like myself running down the tunnel. Like finally, this is what I'm in Montana for. This is what I, this is what I live for. Like, oh, it's just going to mean everything because, you know, not having that really affects you or affected me at least mentally. And uh, it's going to be like a release, honestly, just like a big relief to finally be able to do what I do, experience the noise, why I'm in college, all that stuff. Just, yeah, I don't even know. I'm, I don't know what it's going to be like, but um, it's going to be epic. <laughs> That's all I know. Well, we can't, can't wait to see you back out wait. on the field, man. And uh, thanks for taking some time with us here on ESPN Radio. Be well, stay healthy, and uh, we'll look forward to talking to you again soon. Cool. Thank you so much. Marcus Knight, All-American running back for the University of Montana, but it's been a minute since he was an All-American. Did that in 2019, hasn't played since then. So I know it'll be a welcome sight for Grizz fans across the state and across the country to see number 21 back in the fold uh, carrying the ball for Montana. This is part of the Montana Football Hour here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio and SWX Montana Television. The Montana Football Hour is presented in part by the Advocates. If you or a loved one has been injured in an accident, call 406-640-4444 and talk to the Advocates today. The Advocates will handle paperwork and frustrating phone calls with the insurance company for you so you can focus on helping your loved ones heal and recover peacefully. Chat with an Advocate 24-7 anytime at MontanaAdvocates.com. What's going on with the Bobcat offensive line? We got parallel storylines. What's going on with the Grizz? What's going on with the Bobcats? Well, the Grizz have several guys that are former transfers and upperclassmen trying to anchor the weight. The Bobcats, they're going to roll with a group of nothing but sophomores and maybe even one freshman. One of those guys has only been playing offensive line since the spring. Marcus Ware, building central product, now slated as a starting offensive guard for the Montana State Bobcats. He'll join us next here on the Montana Football Hour. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. This is Nuanas Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio, Missoula. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. The Montana Football Hour, like we do the first hour of each Monday's show here on Nuanas Now, presented by Stockman Bank. When you bank with Stockman, you receive personalized customer service and your phone call is always answered by a live person. Their highly skilled and personable bank staff is dedicated to making it easy for you to transfer your accounts and by meeting your overall financial needs. Blending traditional Western values with modern conveniences and state-of-the-art technology, Stockman Bank provides time-tested products and services from people who truly care about you and your financial success. Sometimes when you see linemen that switch from one side of the ball to the other, it seems pretty obvious. Sometimes you see a guy go from uh, offensive line to defensive tackle. Sometimes you see guys go from defensive line to offensive line. Like when Lewis Kidd was playing defensive tackle at Montana State, 
seemed pretty obvious that he was going to be an offensive lineman because he's so big. Uh, 6'6", you know, looks like a prototype offensive lineman, whether it's a guard or a tackle. Sometimes, though, you don't see the transitions coming, but maybe they go better than he expected. Marcus Ware came in as a defensive end out of Billing Central, 6'2", 235 pounds, about exactly what you want a defensive end to be at the FCS level. Now, though, he's 6'2", 290, and he's made the switch to the offensive side. We caught up with him earlier today. The Montana football hour rolls on, and now we go over to Bozeman, Montana State. Recently transitioning offensive lineman Marcus Ware is a Billing Central product. He joins us here on ESPN Radio. Marcus, thanks for taking a minute, man. How you doing? Yeah, thank you. How are you doing? Good, man. First and foremost, let's just talk about the uh, the transition of the offensive line. I know you came in as a defensive end from Billing Central. You're a great player there in high school, but I'm sure at the Class A level you probably played some offensive line in high school too. But now playing at the college level, I know you got spring ball under your belt and uh, now a couple practices in the fall camp. So uh, where are we at? What are we thinking of, of playing on the offensive side of the ball? Yeah, I think it's been a good transition for me so far going from spring to this fall and it's uh you know it's been a grind just you know there's some bumps in the road but you're just getting better every day and just yeah when did the conversation first happen i mean when did they first come to you and say hey maybe uh maybe switching sides might be something that'd be good for you yeah after uh the national championship game when we came back for the uh summer condition or summer conditioning we uh you know i went in the vegan's office and he sat me down and basically asked me if i'd be interested in going to the other side of the ball and you know i'm just willing to do whatever i need to help this team win well it's a great attitude now that you've uh, been playing on that side for uh 15 spring practices and a handful of fall practices what's the biggest differences you notice i mean it's, it's a d- different mindset for sure different like mental way of operating in a game but what's the biggest difference that uh, that you notice just in terms of the fundamentals yeah, I just think you got to be more condensed and uh, I think more controlled with your with your motions. Uh, it's not like D line where you're just you know exploding out. This one you're kind of you're reading, but you're you know where you, what you're doing. And so I think you got to be aggressive, but to a point. So yeah. Marcus Ware joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. He is a offensive lineman for the Montana State Bobcats. And Marcus, I know on the new roster they got you up to 290. So uh, take us through that process. What did you do to put on the weight? How'd you get up to 290 pounds? Yeah, just you know, eating anytime I can, just through the summer, just like on the hour, just every hour. Just you know, I started here at like 215 my freshman year. So you know, it's been a big transition going from 215 to 290. So got to stay strong and uh stay fast and you know give us the menu like give what's what's the menu for the day like yesterday what, what did you eat oh. take us through it yesterday oh you want let's see breakfast we had just eggs and potatoes and you know you throw some sausage gravy on all of that and you get some chocolate milk lunch i went to jimmy john's got the number 10 uh hunters club with some regular chips and a Powerade. And uh, this last night, we had a barbecue out here at the BAC, and they, had, they cooked everybody ribeyes, so that was very nice. And uh, got ribeye with some, uh, with some bread and some beans and a salad. And, uh, yeah, yeah, a lot of carbs. 
<laughs> Gotta love it. Do you, have, yeah, do you have any calories you're eating? Are you tracking that kind of stuff? Oh, I just stuff it down. I don't really track anything. It's more just, you know, if you're losing weight, eat more. If you're if you're gaining weight, you're doing the right thing. So it's kind of hard to track if you're doing 6,000 calories plus, you know. For sure. Well, <laughs> I know there's probably a lot of people out there that are saying, man, I wish I could eat all that food and not, you know, gaining weight is, uh, is sometimes... Uh, when you're trying to do it and you want to do it, a lot of us old guys, we're trying to not do it, right? So <laughs> totally different scenario. Marcus Ware joining us here, Montana State Bobcats offensive lineman here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, part of the Montana Football Hour. Uh, how about the offensive line unit, Marcus? I know that there's uh, just one returning starter and Justice Perkins, the center, coming back. A lot of new faces, but it seems like you guys are sort of eager to prove yourselves and show that a young offensive line can be one that makes waves here uh, in the Big Sky Conference. So uh, how's the development of the unit come along so far? Yeah, I mean, every year, you know, you graduate seniors and you got to replace them. We're a next-man-up mentality uh, team, and I think that's what we're doing this year. And so... You know, we just got to get our best five, six, seven, whoever it is out there. So, you know, we're going to have a lot of guys step up. And uh, I think just we need to find those five, six, seven guys because, you know, you're not going to just play five guys the whole season. You got to think about injuries and all that. So, Do you guys like the fact that you are all kind of in the same scenario? I mean, can you kind of lean on each other just from uh... – you know, uh, growing together standpoint since you do have just a whole bunch of sophomores there on the offensive front? Yeah, I think it's it's good because, you know, we've been, you know, we all got here around the same time and we've, we've all went through about the same things, you know, grinding through morning practices, lifts and everything. And so I think it's been good to be, you know, all in the same class because we know each other a lot better and I think uh, we have better chemistry together. What's your perspective on the rest of the offense then? Because I know you guys got some fun battles going on right now. A whole bunch of new receivers in the fold. A lot of guys that uh, people maybe from Bobcat Nation aren't necessarily familiar with. Also, uh, a whole bunch of running backs that are vying for carries. So uh, what have you thought of just the rest of the offense and how you guys are coming together as a whole unit? I think we're going to be very explosive and we're going to be scary. You know, we're, we can move you lateral or vertical and you don't know what's coming. So... Uh, yeah, we got a lot of talented players on the outside and, you know, at running back and and uh, quarterback. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not worried about any of those positions. You know, we you know, you graduate a lot of guys like Lance McCutcheon. He he had a heck of a game uh, Saturday night. And, uh, you know, you got to replace a guy like that. And uh, I think I think we can here. Marcus, we're joining us out of building Central High School. He's a now offensive lineman, former defensive lineman uh, for the Montana State Bobcats. And last thing for you, Marcus, what is the goals now between now and the opener? I know you got a couple weeks here until you guys open up with the Gold Rush game. Uh, what are the main goals for you, uh, the offensive line, and the offense as a whole? You know, I think just build chemistry. You know, wide receivers got to start. You know, we, we're slowly getting to where we know who the guys are going to be and just, build. you know, Tommy building chemistry with them and uh, us building chemistry with the uh, – running backs, you know, just knowing what they're going to cut, knowing what we're seeing as an O-line together, us five, and just, you know, slowly getting 1% every day better. Well, we appreciate the time, man. Congratulations to you for making a good decision as far as, you know, what's best for the team. Seems like it's going to get you on the field a lot sooner. I've been watching you. You're doing a great job. And uh, thanks for making some time with us here at ESPN Radio. Yeah, thank you, Colter. Appreciate it. There you go, building central product. Marcus Ware, a 
defensive linemen turned offensive linemen here on Nuanas now. If you've been following along, he referenced Lance McCutcheon. We talked about it earlier today, but there's a great video on the Los Angeles Rams Twitter account of Daniel Hardy, former Montese Bobcat, and Lance McCutcheon, former Montese Bobcat, talking to the camera, like NFL film style. We were talking about the what, what, what makes port, sports important. I, I think that the communal aspect of bringing us together, the giving us a, you know an appreciation and a celebration of our young people is part of it. But also there's a part of it where it really is a great avenue, a great export for, for uh, universities. And what a great marketing moment that is. But it's also just a great video because those guys are such good dudes and they've been great friends of this show. And uh, it's just fun to see them. At least trying right now, fighting and uh, getting an opportunity to, to chase their dreams. That's the end of the Montana Football Hour. Nuan is now ESPN Radio. Do this the first hour of each Monday's show. It's presented by the Advocates, reminding you that you deserve an advocate and Stockman Bank, Montana's brand of banking. We'll be back at it with more NFL talk right after this. Keep the dial right here, 1029 FM ESPN Missoula. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 